0: going on with dance and stuff, what's happening with dance and things, what's going on, what's happening, what's going on with dance and stuff? These are the sounds of New York in the evening. It's now uh, it's after 6, 6.30. Um, I just left my studio. It's a really exquisite kind of perfect spring evening in New York. Blue, um, blue Blue skies. The sunlight is moving towards the west and blaring into my eyeballs as I walk west towards home. I've taken to walking to and from work more often than taking the train because the weather's so good, and also um, I don't seem to have time to exercise lately because things have gotten weirdly busy between school and Reed and Harriet stuff, and um, we're doing a really fun project right now for a Juilliard student, Jack Murphy, who is graduating shortly, and Jack Fervor is making him a solo, that will be a little film, and we're making a really fun costume that's been um, a great pleasure to spend too many hours on. Um, and also, um, I, I intended to record the podcast today with Harriet, and I forgot. So, that's just the truth. I forgot. Um, you might be hearing wind, I wonder, I wonder. Um, I'm on Grand Street. I'm just getting towards the Trader Joe's and then I'm gonna turn, I like walking home on Broom Street and um, let me see if I have anything to tell you this week, is anything going on with dance and stuff? Did you watch the Sofia Coppola New York City Ballet Gala thing for the spring? I watched it. you know, and it made me feel emotional and nostalgic for um, going to the ballet. And I haven't felt I haven't felt that particularly about New York City Ballet in a while, but I really love New York City Ballet. I, love, I feel so comfortable in that theater. I, I like the ethos of the dancing. I like, um, I love working there, I mean, I like, some, most of the time, (laughs) um, you know, working's hard, no matter where you're doing it, um, sometimes. Oh wow, those people are just listening to some, like, Terry Riley or something in this little park. Um, anyways, I'm now on Broom Street, which is developing at a rate that is astonishing over here on the Lower East Side. There's all these new glassy constructions. This one in particular across from me has, like, a lobby area that initially I was like, what is going on? It looked like the interior of, um, like, a fancy concert hall or something in the, like, lobby interior, but um, it's now got more stuff in it, so stopping to look like that. It's, It's... now looking more conventional. Um, I'll soon be right outside Essex Market where I like to grab lunch before I head to work. And I'm now so attached to this chicken salad croissant sandwich at Cafe d'Avignon that they always have ready to go. Cost $9. It is so, so good. Please, please come and try chicken salad sandwich at um, Café d'Avignon at Essex Market you won't regret it Um, you have an absolutely beautiful flaky buttery croissant and it's one of those croissants that's even really good when it's not just freshly baked because you know how like mediocre croissants are only good when they're just out of the oven well, these are so good. They transcend just out of the oven goodness. Um, oh, I like it when I get here. things are feeling slightly less hectic. Um, okay, going back to the New York City Ballet gala. Oh, doesn't Anthony Huxley have just the most pristine pristine, am I gonna call it technique? Yeah, I guess, but it's not really that, it's sort of just, he just fundamentally has this kind of quality of wholeness and beauty and perfection, he's so good, and um, good idea, Justin Peck, to make like a long vehicle for Anthony, whom we haven't seen dance in so long. And uh, what else was on the show? Gonzalo doing dances at a gathering in the studio. So lovely. And won't we miss seeing him perform? Though I feel like even after his New York City ballets are over, you're not going to be able to keep him off the stage. That's a body that loves moving. Loves to move. Can't stop can't keep him out of a yoga class, out of a conditioning class, out of a ballet class. Um, He's obsessed. Um, And then they did, oh, Russell and and Ashley Bowder did Duo Concertant, that little section, the introduction to the dance. And I loved it in the wings, just one perfect little shot. I liked it when Russell did those parallel releves right at the beginning and his little turnip arches popped out right towards the camera, just directly at the camera, turnip arches. Um, and in black and white, as Jack Fervor said when Russell Jansen appeared, he said, topless. And indeed, Russell Jansen did appear to be topless in that very pale blue leotard but when shot in black and white, you know, who even knows? Although, this is incredible. Harriet and I designed Anthony Huxley's little outfit for his Adagio for Strings solo. And it was based on a class outfit that Adam Elms had worn at the Australian Ballet one day in class. And I said, Adam, I'm gonna take your pictures. First day I ever met him. I mean, I'm sure he was like, what's your deal? I took his picture, I sent it to Harriet and I said, doesn't this seem right? Anyways uh, Joseph Walsh, good friend, friend of the podcast he um, we were talking about <coughs> excuse me you're going to have to go ahead and excuse me um, we were we actually did a watch along Joe, Lauren and I as we are prone to doing with ballet stuff, and we're doing this watch along, and Joe goes, are those tights navy blue, or he goes, maybe he said, like, those are blue, right, I said, how did you know that, he said, well, they clearly weren't black, what an eye, Joe, what an eye, Um, even in black and white, Joe could see that black was blue and blue was black. Um, Oh, things are fun around here. Oh, I guess it's a no walk. Almost got killed. Actually, excuse me, I'm at a crosswalk. Sorry, I'm gonna go. This car tried to kill me. Um, I literally put up a palm to a car, which is, you know, (coughs) not my style. Sorry, that person wanted some money for me, but I don't have cash. Um. Anyways, so then they did Liebeslieder Leader duet and I felt very weepy, I do do love that dance very much and I do miss that space, the lobby of New York State Theater which is famously the most comfortable lobby in New York, such a handsome shape. Um, generous ceilings this really radiates a kind of warmth without being ostentatious or dizzying in the way that the Metropolitan Opera House Lobby is an absolute labyrinth. Um, okay, so Liebus leader Maria and Ask danced so beautifully, two dancers who also will be retiring shortly and whom we shall miss dearly Uh, and then the show ended I know I've gone out of order but the show ended with um, divertimento number 15 the last section Um, yeah I almost wish we'd seen um, a different section of divert but I understand it was the finale to the show just make sure I'm still recording and I am. I'm crossing over a street, it, which is Christie Street. It's, <laughs> it's very hectic. Okay. Um, walk sign. Ooh, lots of mirror, broken mirror. Okay, so, divertimento number 15. Um, Tyler Peck was leading the troops. And um, it was a delight. Everybody looked so happy to be out there, and and I I have great appreciation for divertimento number fifteen. It's one of those ballets that's really grown on me over the years, and I I don't think it was until dancing it when I was um, hmm, must been twenty-five or so, which was uh, which was famously fifteen years ago. Um, when I was 25 I danced at ballet the Alberta Ballet and I thought oh wow this is a real genius piece and if you can go ahead and watch the solo variations in Divertimento number 15 you're gonna say oh this is how you grow a form this is how you take something called ballet and even if it's in a tutu and it's looking ever so pretty and classical if you really look at those steps in divertimento number fifteen, you think, oh wow, it's really queering the form. Um so balancing uh better work, balancing better work. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, if only he were alive today and I could tell him in the hallway. Mr. B. Better work. Um, He'd like that, I think. Um, I don't know about Mr. B and his relationship to men so much. I think he sort of neither here nor there. Um, I think they existed in a a kind of perfunctory way. They were of use to him. Um, um, At any rate, that nice was not directed at me. It was for something else. Um, what should I have for dinner tonight everybody maybe you should write in suggestions for next week's dinners this episode is going to go up in a matter of hours quite frankly and if I if I've not recorded enough by the time I do actually get home maybe I'll have to give somebody a telephone call to supplement with something I'm not even going to say something interesting because at this point This is really as good as it gets. Um, It's Thursday night in New York, which has, in recent years, or maybe this has been since always, I don't actually know. I've only been alive for 40 odd years and most of those years, well not most, but many of those years I wasn't here, Um, but Thursday night's become a really, really happening night in New York City, Uh, seems to be in many ways even more energetic than Friday nights or Saturday nights. I don't know why. Um, I almost crossed over to Spring Street but I thought better of it and I'm staying on Broom. The good thing about Broom is that it's just kind of somewhat less of a scene. You get to walk past um, Sunrise Market, which is an excellent Japanese grocery store. Um, maybe I'll have that for dinner I'd have to pick up some vegetables uh, anyways what else have I watched I neglected to watch the Trisha Brown Trisha Brown streaming show Through the Joyce, though I think the performance was filmed at Judson Church I know they did revive Water Motor Trisha's famous solo and it was danced by friend of the pod, Mark Kruselat. Harriet and I did receive some messages several weeks ago asking if we'd be interested in rethinking the water motor costume for Mark's body and we gave them a quote and they said no thank you. Um, Which is fine. That's just how things go. One has to ask for what the thing is worth and then one has to understand if whoever it is they're asking says no thank you. And um, that does happen with some frequency. Um, I'll wait for Harriet to come back next week to tell you actually next week's not going to be Harriet, but the week after that will be Harriet, to tell you a story about, um, about how, how costume design is regarded in the hierarchy of collaborative arts. Um, it's illuminating in many ways. I'm actually not in a place where I'm feeling ungrateful. I'm not in a place where I feel as if I have a lot to complain about. Um, yeah, I'm generally feeling more optimistic than I can at times feel with regard to this field I devote so much time to, but, um, yeah, a little, we had a little hiccup this week. I mean, it wasn't, it was kind of iconic in a way, but basically the way that we're treated, um... I do believe is an exception to the way that other artists are treated in terms of um, uh, contract negotiations and compensation things of that nature now I can't be totally sure I don't have 100% transparency about fees for all the people who make things but Look, I know that lighting designers and costume designers don't make a great deal of money, and that is a okay. However, <coughs> um, we do need to make a living, and um, when we are going to go ahead and ask for money, we're often treated as though we've we've um, done something sacrilegious by kind of standing up for ourselves and. The truth of the matter is, is when you when you ask for money, it doesn't imply that the other people are gonna have to say yes. It's it's a conversation, really. At any rate, Harry and I will get into that another day and we'll organize a talk around um, around how and why costumes are made and are expensive. Um, and it's a really interesting conversation and it's one that we've, you know, obviously thought a lot about and then also had with each other and others quite a lot because people are confused at why, um, costumes cost what they cost, uh, at any rate, now I'm on Broadway. One of the one of the most depressing streets in Soho, um, just full of stores they have everywhere. Every store I see is a store I see in Indiana is a store I see in Missouri. is a store I see in Santa Monica. Um, Hong Kong. Oh, it's music. This is conceptual. I'm recording this soundbite for John Cage's next score. Um, am I watching anything, you ask? Well, thank you. Um, I did try to watch this superhero family drama starring Josh Duhamel the other night and I got about four and a half minutes in and fell asleep but I was quite tired so I'm not going to blame it on Josh Duhamel who is still very handsome um, even though they have him in this uh, or I'm not going to say even though maybe it's because they have him in this really extravagant um, kind of Triton wig if you're gonna think about um, what did Ariel's dad's hair look like if it were to kind of manifest in the live action version of Disney's Little Mermaid, it's this wig. They're gonna just have to borrow this wig from Josh Demel when they do this Little Mermaid movie, which I feel like they've been um, talking this movie up for years and years and years. Remember when it was to star, Chloe Grace Moretz. Well, I don't think that's the plan anymore. I'm fairly certain she's aged out of the role at this point. Um, Did anyone see Greta? I did. Um, Anyways, we were, Jack and Jeremy and I were just talking about Greta the other day. Uh, At any rate, it's been a while since this Bellu pairs appeared on the silver screen, but. I think after her oscar nomination she was like i'm just gonna do a little and not a lot uh what else have i watched i obviously every week have been watching claire Saffitz with her weekly offering on dessert person um most recently she made chocolate chip cookies and she's one of those people who does uh, a recipe can you imagine being in that car quite frankly i mean I'm literally 25 feet away, and you are somewhere entirely else in space and time, and, and yet there is someone in that car, in that vehicle, their poor ears. Maybe they have noise-canceling headphones in, in addition to their vehicle volume being all the way up. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, please remind me we were talking about Greta. Oh boy, we were talking about Greta and then Isabelle pear oh. oh, and then Claire Savitz and then cookies. Yes. Okay, she has um, a cookie recipe where, you know, the dough has to rest overnight for eight hours minimum or something like that to develop the flavor. Who's planning like that to make chocolate chip cookies? I guess I will. I would. I have done things like that. Um, I'm not wearing my mask outside, and I'm just gonna tell you the truth. I'm 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 one week post my second shot, and you know I'm being thoughtful. If I get very close to a person, I'm I pull up my mask or or veer to the side. If I'm recording a podcast, like I am right now, but. Anyways, in one week I'll really be in the clear, and I'm gonna be a maskless wonder. Uh, still talking about Claire Sabbath. So Claire recently did her chocolate chip cookies, and then I believe there was one. Uh, well, she did her croquembouche with her brother-in-law, and that was it was very satisfying to watch Claire sort of like nail it as she instructed her brother how to make this very complex dessert. And he failed in many ways, though i 'm sure the thing he 'd made was delicious to put in his mouth it's just it didn't look it didn 't look like what it was meant to look like and I guess that's, that is the point of the It should never be my first choice of a dessert or a celebratory treat at a wedding or an event. Um, these honkers are people trying to get um, in the Holland Tunnel, in case you're wondering. So, you know, I forgive them. It's a frustrating thing to wanna leave work and get back to New Jersey and it's, you know, it's after six and everyone's hungry. They're probably listening to dance and stuff, which is super confusing these days. So that would push me to honk as well. Um, The other thing I've been watching some of is, uh, what's her name? Allison Roman. She's not my favorite. She's a hard pill to swallow in many ways. But look, I'd have her on the podcast, you know, happily, happily have her on the pod. Allison, if you're listening, I'd like you to come and give us some context for why you are, how you are. Um. Oh my gosh! Someone is wearing these like eight-inch platform shoes. Fully flat. Platform, just so much rubber, it's amazing. Um, Allison just made pancakes that waffle lovers would love, which just means that they're buttermilk pancakes that have been fried in fat, like um, I think she used coconut oil for long enough that the edges become quite almost scorched or like a deep 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 brown very very crispy at the edges which is also how i like my pancakes which is also how i think a lot of people would agree a pancake should be i mean we've all had a bad squishy pancake that's just squishy from edge to edge but to have a delicious crispy fatty pancake it's a great pleasure and Aunt Jane last summer introduced me to the idea of Pamela's pancakes which is apparently a special treat that the Obamas like to indulge in and um, they're in Pittsburgh I believe and they've not divulged their recipe completely but there are people online who've speculated as to how the Pamela pancake is achieved. And I have tried those recipes with some success. Now, I'm basing that on nothing because I've never had a Pamela pancake. But, um, you know, one day, if I'm ever in Pittsburgh again, you know, Harry and I have never done a job for Pittsburgh Ballet Theater and we'd happily, Susan Jaffe, call us. Um, Susan Jaffe. Maybe she'll be the next director of ABT. Do you have any thoughts about that? Please comment, view, subscribe, push the button. Um, Now I'm on Van Damme Street and uh, 6th Avenue. And I'll be home momentarily. As it turns out, I don't have any packages waiting for me. I got some natural shampoo the other day in a package and then before that I got these new Bluetooth headphones that are I think they're good but they are giving me trouble at the moment they don't want to pair with my phone so I don't know what that's about but it is maybe to do with having paired them with my iPad the other day. I don't know. I'm gonna do some research when I get home. Um, also, I've been spending countless, countless hours on this portfolio document for University of the Arts. And initially, I was like, I'm just gonna get it done. What do I need a portfolio for? And now I've put so much time and effort into it. And my computer is really suffering from from this InDesign document. Um, And now I'm at a place where I'm like, well, this better be good, you know? Like, now I'm going to really want to like this in design book, or um, I'm going to... This will all be for naught. All these kind of moving boxes around into the wee hours of the morning and then stressing out when my computer's like, I'm so sorry, I'm going to tell you I cannot... I cannot save your document anymore because you don't have any space in your disc and I'm thinking no no I mean literally it's three in the morning I'm sweating and it's imperative that this document be saved I cannot lose this document this is many hours of my life <sighs> um, I do have my keys don't worry I was worried but I don't want you to worry um, the The leaves are just coming into their own to their fully verdant dark green medium green colors but they don't yet look sort of wearied from the summer you know they're still young and vivacious like harriet's puppy parker who's now becoming a very well-behaved studio dog i'm in my building I'm going to open the mailbox. Hmm. Okay. I got one of these, like, um, little, not so little, envelopes full of uh, coupons, I guess. Exclusive offers. Never been a coupon person, but I, I do sometimes think about all the money I could have saved in the course of my life if I'd been diligent about deals and offers and airline miles. The amount of airline miles that have just gone to the wayside, it's really frightening to think about. Makes me feel like a very wasteful person, but it's all okay. Most of the time, I fly places for free because I'm flown for work, and then when I'm there, I don't have a lot of time to be a tourist because I have to do my job um anyways I'm home now and I'm gonna take a little break I hope you enjoyed walking with me from the Lower East Side and I don't know what the second half of the pot will be for you tomorrow but um hopefully I'll figure out something with a tiny bit more structure um that's it for the moment. je, je, je di. I love you. I'm now recording. Um I'm back home now for a couple hours. Um I know on the walk home I talked about Hot watching the City Ballet Gala with my watch along friends Joe and Lauren, and really? who should I have this evening but our friends Joe and Lauren? Yeah, Say hello. it's us. Hi, they're on the phone. I literally told them they're doing this podcast three minutes ago <laughs> 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 because it's due tomorrow, and um, you know. We make content for the people. Um, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough for doing this. And our listeners, thank you. You're now... You've been on this pod so many times. It's old hat.
1: Old I hat. Mean,
2: it's a joy every time.
0: Yeah, and what's how's your life new? You live in a different house than maybe the last time you were on the podcast.
1: Yeah, but since you visited us throughout quarantine, we're still in the same place. We're like... Oh yeah, I over mean, by essentially... The- over by the emotionally,
0: I live with Joe and Lauren in Covid. <laughs> <laughs> they're They're the only people I've actually visited in real life, and I talk to them on the phone probably more than they'd like to talk to me. <laughs> true.
1: You're, the, you're like one of the only people that we just like pick up for kind of no matter what. We're like halfway through a shower. we're like crying. we're doing whatever. we'll pick up.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate that because it's it's random it is random and if this is a random cold call and we have two questions we're going to get to the bottom of oh wait, wait. first we want to know a little bit more about um, what what's happened doing. to you since but I don't want to know too much about COVID because like, you know what I mean like we, we, it's at this point redundant to what? say like, I, I don't leave my house a lot I've been doing a class in a pod or whatever, mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah, it's all the same it's well, okay. it, the only good thing is like you know, today we heard that they're like gonna demask the world if you're vaccinated.
0: Oh, yeah, in New York, too.
1: Yeah, I think it was like that's the exciting. CDC, but it doesn't mean that we can demask in the studios yet. So that's we're waiting for that day. That'll
0: be great. Oh, okay, that'll be so great. Yeah. Dancing in a mask is no fun. And Lauren, you go to school now, which is new.
2: I do go to school. I'm actually gonna finish. My first year at Stanford in a couple weeks. Wow. So that's a, you know, that's a new quarantine, you
0: know, thing I've been doing. She's
1: been like studying so damn hard. It's insane.
0: And you never have to wear a mask because you do it at home. (laughs) That is the joy. I barely have to wear pants. Oh my god! I never wear pants. I only wear sweatpants, and I only go to school on Zoom as well. So that we have in common,
2: it's gonna be hard to go back to, you know, pants.
0: Daily I pants. Know.
1: Well, for the first time.
0: <laughs> the, the daily woven pants. I'm going to um, I'm going to school this summer in real life. Did you know that? No, I don't in think Philadelphia. I knew that. Yeah, we're going to be in person in Philadelphia for like a month and a half. Breaking news. This is amazing. Oh, that's more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways, and also your uh, Orson has sur- had surgery.
1: Yeah, Orson the dog, he is a champ. He had like apparently he's literally just like tumbling down onto the cushions right now. He's falling asleep. Um okay. He had, like, hundreds of small gall- uh, bladder stones in his bladder, Whoa. which was, like, really sad. He was hundreds. not in pain, though. They yes. just, like, found them accidentally on, like, a routine blood work thing that we did for him. And.
0: Wait, is that, like, having a bag of marbles in your body? Like, what did, did they save some of them for you?
1: We, they sent them to a lab. There's, like, large, oh. they were, like, some large ones that were, like, measurable, and then. There were hundreds of small grains of sand, basically. Uh, yikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they took a while Howie. to pick them out, but they got them all out, and he's going to have a new lease on life, you know?
0: Wow. Wait, other thing. okay, we're just going to get through all the big news. Lauren, you also have stopped dancing with the San Francisco Ballet. Yes, I have.
2: Yes, I have. That, I-
0: was, bi- that was big news. It
2: was big news. Big, I mean, for me. Most of all, it was a bit, it was big. Um, yeah, so I stopped uh twenty nineteen, summer twenty nineteen, started going to school. Um Immediately. Do you miss
0: it? Are you sad?
2: No, I think because I mean of course like I think I'll always miss like some aspects of it, you know, like the feeling of performing and all of that kind of stuff that you know you can't really experience any other way but i think what's helping is the fact that joe is still dancing so i I
0: don't feel like it's far away from me she
1: still has to hear all of my bullshit
0: so it doesn't make you like feel sadder that you're in proximity to it. it kind of it makes you like the separations a little bit you're like being weaned away from it cuz it's still kind of there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, which was a nice surprise cuz, you know, I wasn't sure how it was going to feel. But oh, it's been nice. And then I think, you know, cuz part of me was like, "Oh, should I just like hold out one more year?" But then it would have been COVID, so it was a it was a, you know, kind of like a happened right. at the at the perfect time for me.
0: And you were like dancing on a thread, right? What are the <laughs> I was dancing,
2: I was like.
1: (laughs) She was dancing on a fused ankle.
0: Dancing
2: on. Yeah, like, you know, the the sand that Orson had in his bladder that was,
0: like, kind of similar to what was going on in my ankle.
1: So accurate. (laughs) Just slowly grinding away. It was just
0: a a bag of sand. (laughs) (laughs) With, like, chunks of glass thrown in. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god the things dancers do it's yeah not great. if anyone
1: has any questions about ankle pain and what you can really put up with send them directly to lauren Strongen. yeah oh, yeah. please, please, please. send happy, you can if you don't the have answer. their
0: address email or otherwise <laughs> they are both on instagram lauren Strongen and joseph walsh but you can just if you need to email the pod i'll forward it their way who was your surgeon lauren
2: dr o'malley at hss
0: in new york city same as friend of the pod david hallberg good luck getting (laughs) in everybody um um any other big news
2: yeah we've we've um got a tiny human growing inside my body oh
0: you are you are with child (laughs) she's with child yes wow and uh, it's my understanding that it's um from heaven on high, you're an immaculate conception. Yes, it is. It's um... <laughs> that's right. It's <laughs> great. Wow. Okay. That way, no one on this pod or people who are listening have to imagine you doing sex. No. Um. Um. That's so great. Well, I've known for some time. Yes. But yeah, now you've our known listeners for the longest,
1: s- probably.
2: Our listeners are very
1: happy for you. Thank you, listeners. Yeah. We can't wait to meet her. She's gonna be awesome.
2: Yes. When is she born? Um, October twentieth. So you know. Is, is that a Libra? Hopefully a Libra, but also she could be a Scorpio. So. Oh. My. Time will tell. Wow. Time will this is fun.
1: Is like I I don't understand like I'm not I don't follow astrology enough to like really grasp or even remember what they all are. But Scorpio seems to be this mean mean thing. <laughs> so is it like Slytherin, if we we're like relating it to Harry Potter or something? For sure. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah. like
2: Hufflepuff to Slytherin. That's, those are our options. Is, is Absolutely. Kind of <laughs> <healthy>. <laughs> you, 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 you,
1: you won't he be really... happening. Yes, there will
0: be no Gryffindors. No Gryffindors. Future. No, no. Well, I'm a Sagittarius, which is clearly Gryffindor or Ravenclaw, perhaps. Yeah. Or Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I'm a, I'm a Taurus, and I think I'm like, I took the test, and I think I was a Ravenclaw, but I think I'm, I don't know. You're, I, you're Somebody George has Joe, because, no, like, somebody no you're some, Mr.
0: Popular. No,
1: people have told me <laughs> people specifically I can think of one person that has drew a snake on my arm at a party and was like, You're Slytherin and I was like, What? They were jealous.
0: I think it's just the eyebrows. <laughs> I think it's the eyebrows. What are you, Lauren? What's your house?
2: Um, I think I'm Hufflepuff.
1: I think, no, I think Lauren. Hufflepuff's no, for I think... dodo brains. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to any Hufflepuffs out there.
0: <laughs> Wait, but, like, who's a famous Hufflepuff anyways? Do we even know a Hufflepuff? No. They're, like, literally non-characters in Harry the <laughs> <Potter universe. laughs> They are
1: just the extras. They're I mysterious.
0: feel like they're the other kids who, like, work in the greenhouse with Neville, but, like, Neville... Neville, is Neville a Gryffindor?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, but yes. what's what's her name? Neville,
0: like Neville uses been. the
1: Gryffindor sword at the end. Is
0: it what's her name? Right, but Neville probably should have been a Hufflepuff, but he like um he's oh, the, the other e- he's the other end of the prophecy, right? Because it was either yes. going to be Neville or Harry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, okay, so
0: this is depressing because I like care more about Harry Potter than astrology or the Bible or like any other kind of spirituality. Yeah. And as we know, J.K. Rowling is not great. Yes. Not great. Yeah. Not, not great. We're but thank pure, you for the books. Yeah,
1: we're purely talking about this as... You know.
0: Why am I paused? Sorry, on you're back. You're back, you're back, you're back. <laughs> you're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, today, Joe and Lauren and I are getting to our topics, and we have two. Should we start with Mortal Kombat or candy bars? Um
1: Start with Mortal Kombat because I know less about that than I do about candy bars.
0: Okay, so Mortal Kombat is going to be brief. I was thinking, I wish I had someone to pod about Mortal Kombat with because I saw it the other day by myself, and I thought this is worth talking about. Jack and Jeremy loved it. I <laughs> I don't so, know. That I'm, I'm not, so glad I that they loved
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you that I love is a
0: strong word for me. <laughs> But you think that I would love it. Why? Tell our listeners why you think I would love Mortal Kombat. I
1: think because you have this thing for just being mindlessly entertained at some random hour of the day that you need to be, which is what those movies are for and why I enjoy them as well and why it's like I was able to go through all of Star Wars during ballet classes during quarantine because i just decided to stop watching ballet classes and do it while i was watching star wars and it like made things a lot easier
0: oh amazing i should have sent you my my extended cut of the cindy's doing ballet class to star wars (laughs) i think you you did you You made us watch that
1: and i enjoyed it (laughs) so much yes
0: yeah well it is one of the finest films ever made it's
2: very good
1: (laughs) um that should be posted uh But I I would say that Mortal Kombat is, like, it falls in, like, a camp zone as opposed to, like, Avengers, which can just kind of feel like you're having to, like, be super commercial. But, like, Mortal Kombat is slightly... A, a better situation for like making fun of, kind of like cats, you know. It's like,
0: yeah, I, I do feel like Mortal Kombat seemed like they w- had more control over the content, you know. Sorry, that's our... Please that <laughs> don't apologize. That's all right. I love a singing washing machine. I love when Let's take washing pause. machines sing. They're like Korean and Japanese washing machines, love are like songbirds, quite frankly.
1: It goes on for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> Just let us finish off here we come Mm. got it Okay.
0: beautiful Um, Um, but I do feel like they had kind of more creative freedom than the Avengers movies which feel like you know they are constrained by the enormity of that universe and the amount of people who are going to see it but Mortal Kombat was absolutely grotesque it was um, gratuitous it was based on uh, a video game (laughs) Now, will you tell me about the video game? What do you know of it?
1: The video game, I like, it's like a smashing buttons video game for me. Like, it's just one of those where you're like, direction, circle, square, triangle, whatever it is, like, as many times as you can. And then you, like, you know, you, like, kick somebody, like, a thousand times in the face if you just, like, kick, like, hit square or whatever. And then you, like, move through. It's not
0: strategy. It's not role-playing. It's just. Kill as quickly as possible. Yeah, it's
1: just like KO, like knockout or fatality. KO.
0: right? And they say those things. They
1: say on those the exactly. Video game. Exactly. As well as I remember get over things
0: here. like finish him, <laughs> finish them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's now finish them. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Mortal Kombat for a new age, finish them. Um, um, yeah, but like so anyways, in terms of
1: the characters and stuff like that, like <laughs> you they had no relation. I had no idea that there was like a backstory to it, that there was some world, like outworld, in world, whatever it's called.
0: Right. Is there are there books that tell us these, teach us these lessons? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I I really <laughs> like think it's not manual. that high. <laughs> we're not even like there's no script until like they made well, this he, movie.
0: Right. So do you think they like first came the video game, then someone was like, "This is a movie," and they developed this universe.
1: Yeah, they did it in 1992 first, or 94. Did whatever. you see
0: that? You yeah, see
1: that? I remember seeing that, and it was like. Um, i really liked the practical effects as opposed to the cgi because it's just like the gore is way more hilarious
0: now did you like the cgi in this movie
1: i mean it was fine as as far as cgi goes like i think that it was more like it was good at like displaying the things that you would have seen on the video game properly and like almost like even the splash patterns of the blood were, like, the same shape as they would have made in the video game.
0: So intense. Yeah. I, every every <laughs> blood squirt that came out of a punch was, like, a full jar of strawberry jam just exploding. <laughs> it was so... I, like, from the very first moment of blood, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Well,
1: because it's, like, those two ancient guys, and then they turn into, like, Netherworld beings. After one of them gets killed, whatever, and then uh, who's that? The two guys at the very beginning.
0: Okay, wait. There was the one guy who's like the gardener. Yeah. Who's like his wife and child are in the house. Yeah. Right, and then the are you talking about the Iceman?
1: Yeah, Iceman, which is sub sub zero.
0: So sub zero and the guy who ends up going down into
1: hell to wait. Who is who ends up being Scorpio, which is. Or Scorpio. Scorpion. Is it, it's, it's Scorpion. No, no, Joe, it's I Scorpion. That. You
0: are even looking at Google for this. It's outrageous. <laughs> because... To, as if you're like accountable to getting the facts right about Mortal Kombat is so crazy literally I'm gonna make up names because I have no idea like for me there's like robot arms there's forearms there's blonde girl there's ice boy there's fire guy there's basic guy and then there's a funny guy. The fire
1: right? guy the fire guy was the main character before like in previous versions and in the video game
0: he should have been the main character because he was the most compelling
1: but he but they made up the the guy that's not a guy from the video game the main guy guy. with
0: the like woven armor yeah with the
1: like yeah fancy
0: yeah i was like literally don't care about you give me more of the guy with the slicing hat Mm -hmm. like slice hat was it you know like when he saw batwoman in half i was like (laughs) <laughs> Literally better work. I mean, she it's was... the kill of
1: a lifetime. She, that was just... She like... was
0: presented into the film like, well, watch out. Remember when the main elder evil guy was like, well, now I present to all of you, my team, my woman who will... She's really going to pull it off for us. This is the one. She flies in and she's like, Kaka And then... <laughs> I have
1: no no clue what you're talking about right now I definitely checked out many times throughout the movie
0: well basically Batwoman didn't have a line but she was just presented at this certain point when he's assembling his team which included um, some like big guy he was just a big guy but he wasn't forearms because forearms was like a giant Uh CGI Uh forearms was CGI and then there was like vampire mouth woman
1: uh, yeah yeah I remember her
0: Yeah, vampire mouth woman who was fearsome and then suddenly he was like okay team we're gonna go and like to this to beat the other contenders or whatever but I don't know like I don't fully trust you as a team but wait till you see what I have in store for you fly in batwoman she's hovering <laughs> above and he's like can you even imagine <laughs> And then they should go come through the black smoke to wherever, you know, the temple where the other people live. Yeah. And Batwoman is presented like now she's got it. She's going to do it. And the guy with the hat kills her in approximately three seconds.
1: (laughs) Yes. And it's very good. It is so good.
0: the wildest fashion I've ever seen in a movie.
1: I didn't even remember like what that person looked like because I had a very, I think, Clearly been like making dinner or doing laundry or something and had not looked up until he was like about to throw the hat and then I just saw Batwoman apparently. Why? But
0: well he turned his hat into a table saw it and was he sliced her fully in half through it from the crown of her head down through her one can only assume her vagina. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, giggles. Um Yeah, but I would say that it was not, like, uh, not bad and not good, and it was more entertaining than some things, but I don't think as entertaining as Cats.
0: (laughs) You, we did have a good time watching. (laughs) I watched that for a second time for you, Joe.
1: Yeah, and I really appreciated it. And I also just wanted to hear you and Jack say the names again.
0: Skimble, skimble shanks <laughs> i think that's real uh-huh. i think that's real yeah, that you is. had a really good laugh when um when the railroad cat came
1: out <laughs> Oh, a huge <laughs> laugh but also <laughs> equally as big of a laugh was the that one still frame insert of dame judy dench for <gasps> an eternity just frozen that? at the end just in all of her like lion main glory it was just incredible they had definitely watch
0: it i would fast forward through that movie again with you
1: (laughs) okay we'll put it on the list you're welcome you're welcome one we're together (laughs) um
0: okay so at the end of the day we're just gonna say mortal Kombat was fun to look at
1: fun to look at and like a and an appropriate appropriation of the video game
0: I think people are satisfied. That's my impression I get from Jack and Jeremy, which isn't people in general, but that's the feeling I get.
1: That's a pretty pretty good consensus. Do <laughs> you have any gamer...
0: Yeah, no, I think that they're a good cross-section <laughs> of the United States. <laughs> uh, Do you have any um, gamer friends who you've talked to about it?
1: Um, I mean, like, Esteban Hernandez is, like... He's... A gamer but not in the traditional sense he like knows all about this but like also is like a like i don't know philosoph- did he extremely, like extremely philosophical guy that like can manage both worlds and also combine them and like when you're talking about it it's really interesting
0: so he he found it interesting enough to talk about
1: yeah but we both also agreed i think upon watching it in episodes like we didn't watch it all as one movie it was like i can p- turn it on for now and then finish it later and like i ended up watching like four to- four separate episodes of mortal Kombat.
0: oh i get what you mean you divided it sitting. up yeah sitting i exactly. thought maybe i'd, I'd miss them i was like so now there's a tv show <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to get my eyes on this pretty soon actually. i didn't realize the world was expanding so fast the mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat <laughs> cinematic um, universe Yeah, well, this is... Lauren loved it, clearly. I had a lot lot to say about it.
1: Lauren fell asleep, Um, and she's back. (laughs) Thank you,
0: Lauren, for bearing with us as we got through Mortal Kombat. But that's all I needed. I just needed to talk about it a little. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, our last topic for the day is um, we're doing a top five, and it's going to be about top five... Candy bars? Am candy I correct? bars,
1: sure. We can do candy bars.
0: Why are we? Were we talking chocolate bars or are we talking? Yeah. I guess it candy? might be it might I be easier to, to do
1: chocolate bars specifically. Is there as a opposed difference like between a candy. candy
0: bar and a chocolate bar? They're the same. I think they're the same. Yeah. Because I, I'm not including like um um Cliff bars. No Cliff bars. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Candy, yeah, yeah. I think this maybe a after bit. this, we'll do top bad. five power bars. <laughs> just power
1: bar malt.
0: Remember when it was just power bar for a long time? Yes. That was the
1: only option yes. at REI. It was uh-huh. just stacked. And power
0: full. bar will literally pull your teeth out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I had to eat so many of those, as a but
1: like bowl. I kind of have a craving for power bars sometimes. Like, I'd prefer those than some of the new the macro only... things.
0: The only good thing about a power bar is that they last a long time because they're so hard to chew yep and then once you do manage to get a bite like masticated like partially digested you're like oh i can eat this and that part's sort of satisfying
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and you're not hungry for a long time after because that was is that true i mean they're like so dense and there's a lot of work (laughs)
0: I just don't think I I haven't had one since my body was like really hungry like when I was dancing and I could have eaten like 25 power bars probably
1: I I got stopped in the airport one time because I had like too many power bars in my carry-on and I think they thought it was like C4 or something
0: or they were really concerned because they'd read the book The Martian because the rocket they send up to save Matt Damon explodes because of power bars oh Did you know that? I had no idea. Like, as it's the one thing they, like, forgot to account for in their, like, rush to get a rocket to outer space to save him is that the, like, specialty food bars they designed for him to, like, sustain him until the next mission came to get him. Going through that, the heat was so extreme in the ship going through the atmosphere that, like, the oil in the bars, like, separated from the whatever the rest of the bar was made from and then exploded the rocket ship.
1: I mean that wow. seems really What kind of oil?
0: <laughs> uh probably peanut canola <laughs> if, he nut, if he has a nut allergy. <laughs> highly flammable. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like well, they were the going to poison all him. All oil is flammable. No oh. oils highly flammable. I, yeah, yes. I, guess, I guess. Olive, grape seed, peanut, walnut oil. Um so Anyways, uh we're doing top five candy bars. Five. Uh would you like to start, Lauren, with what yes. your number maybe your fifth one is. Number Something five. that you don't okay, love wait. as much.
2: Give me a second to Okay.
0: Are you are you guys writing notes? Should I write notes? No, I'm just, no,
1: I'm like just looking okay. at pictures of candy bars right now. He's which is cheating. also making Joe me hungry.
0: Is Joe is fully Google oh, feeding on your... this episode. Yep, okay. It's what Go they on, do
1: you on the hand. pods, you know?
2: Oh, okay, wait. Right. This is all yeah, time. Joe like, is, all time.
1: Um, okay. Yeah, Joe okay. We should write them down so that we can, like, do a recap at the end, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm okay. gonna write.
1: You're gonna do it? Okay, good. Scribe. Here we go. <laughs> uh, um,
0: mm-hmm. I'm write okay, I like that one. Oh, I don't like that one very much. Um, I can't remember what it's called, so you might have to help me sometimes. What is it? Oh, I remembered. I remembered. Oh, you have yours. Oh, you're writing. Oh, wow. we're all right
2: real time I'm just, yeah yeah, yeah this really be...
0: is a podcast this is how it works like nobody nobody prepares and people talk yeah. or not <laughs>
1: that's exactly how it is.
0: um oh i like literally can't oh i can't think of five candy bars right now
2: i have my five that one's okay to...
0: oh i did it i figured it out oh wait there's so many good ones
1: -hmm. Yeah, like the more you think about it, the more you realize how incredible candy bars are.
0: They're so good, especially just the regular old American ones.
1: Mm -hmm. And they've been there for so long. I feel like I could do like. They've been there for us. Oh, damn.
2: I could do like 10. Every
1: movie, every time you need a snack, blood sugar.
2: Okay. Okay, I got it. Okay. Number five.
0: Okay, what's your number five?
2: Reese's. It's not technically Reese's
0: peanut butter cups. Yeah,
2: it's a cup, but I mean it counts, right? Cause it's a.
0: Oh wow, that changes the game for me a little bit. Okay. Oh, Reese's peanut butter cups. I did think up. of it as a candy bar. It Which, was wait, a toss where, up.
1: You put that first. Or fifth? That's five. Number five. Number five. That's my number five too.
0: Okay, my number 5 is Three Musketeers.
2: Oh. Not a
0: f- But you know what? I would put that off the list if I could put Reese's peanut butter cup. So I think we're all unanimous. It's Reese's peanut butter cups. Definitely not Three Musketeers.
2: That's
0: like <laughs> Yeah, clearly Reese's peanut butter cups. I, I can't the top believe
1: box. you said
0: <laughs> <laughs> Three
1: Musketeers. <laughs>
0: There, I did. I couldn't think. I wouldn't have said Reese's is a candy bar. That's why. Yeah, I know. I I was, I was up for the
1: debate too. I was like, they might, like, not accept this as an an entry because it's not technically a bar.
0: Okay, let's do number four.
1: Number four for me is Tony's. Um, what is tony's tony's chocalone it's like it's just tony's chocalone if you haven't if you haven't had it (laughs) get it and just the plain milk chocolate one it's like thick breakable chocolate that it comes in different size shards but it's like what you'd imagine a willy wonka chocolate bar to taste and look like and it's incredible
0: Okay. And I think there's well, some
1: the, some of it like goes to something. It's like a, it's a good company.
0: I have it higher up. All right. It's higher up on my list. Oh yeah. Wow, Lauren. So yeah. what's your number 4?
2: Um an Aero bar. You know, those like No,
0: I know the package, but you're going to have to describe it to me. It's
2: like a I think it's British and it's like minty kind of airy, bubbly inside with mm-hmm. chocolate outside. Like it's like shards,
0: shards, it kind of like, it breaks apart a little bit. Yeah,
2: kind of like dissolves in your mouth.
0: Delicious. Oh yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. It's bubbly chocolate. Yeah. Mm, it's okay. Really, it's good. Yeah. Okay, my number four, wait, my number four is a Ritter Sport. Oh, nice. good. All right. Yeah, I, I, and I would get, like, I like a lot of them, but like mm-hmm. an almond, or uh, even one, with, I like the one with raisins, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I like Ritter Sport, I'm not I know, into don't that. look like that. I'm, I'm not into that. that. Cornflake. Cornflake. <laughs> I I like them.
1: the marzipan one marzipan. a lot.
2: Marzipan.
0: Mm. Mm. Delicious. Mm. Yeah, there's something about the heft of the Ritter Sport, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like, it's very sad, and the way that the package opens, you crack it, you know.
2: Yes, that's why you'd like a Tony Chocolani.
0: Okay, number Which is 3.
2: My number 3.
0: Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Now, Tony Chocolonni is just one flavor. There's not like options. No, there's options. multiple. There's
2: multiple. They've got them all. But I do feel like the milk chocolate is where it's at.
0: Yeah. And do they have good packaging?
2: Yeah, it's really great. Like it's old the best time-y font. Yeah, it's okay. great. It's got like paper I don't know, I have outside. To look
1: into. Yeah. They're like each oh. way like and half a big.
0: pound. And they're big. They're like <laughs> big bars. They're like Ugh, slabs. I, mean, I do fantasize about those Willy Wonka mm. scenes where they like open those giant chocolate bars and shove exactly. them in their little kid mouths. Exactly. It looks so good. It really
1: yeah. And the the okay. chocolate bars just need to keep getting bigger because your mouth does too. <laughs> number
0: 3. Wow. <laughs> My number 3. My, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, you go, oh wait, you go. did I do did My, I wait, where are we number 4? Number? Th- no, number, number 3. Th- yeah, number 3. Oh, did you already do number 3, Joe?
1: Okay, um lion bar which is um peanuts it's a it's like a british snickers right right but it's like it's you know it has a really fond place in our hearts specifically uh, but it's also just like a really delicious tasty probably like stringier caramel than a snickers but like similar uh-huh Okay. i don't know if there's anything else is it's there like, like a cookie chewy. on the bottom i
2: also have this one higher up on my list it's chewy and crunchy and
0: i think it says nougat it is very much like a snickers yeah yeah yeah
1: it's got good um, branding
0: too. Uh, i put twix for number three mm-hmm.
1: nice nice
0: mm, i do love a twix did
1: you ever do anything with them like like no i n- just
0: eat eat them like <laughs> <laughs> put it somewhere like like <laughs> hang
1: out with them <laughs> no uh like yeah, no. like uh like freeze them like i feel like we froze them usually
0: mm-hmm. you know, my then, teeth like, the... have never i've never loved a frozen i've never loved like a frozen grape like the thought of it makes me sick <laughs> yeah no i'm not into frozen grapes
1: i'm into frozen candy bars though my, it was like a thing that my mom did Constantly, it was just like freeze, like York peppermint patties, and like
0: ooh, that does sound good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that sounds good.
1: Yeah, I would say York Um, York does not classify it for this list.
0: Even if Reese's does, does. even if Reese's does,
1: it's the shape of it is like more like a bar for Reese's because it's. You'd have
0: to be a real like mint freak to put a a a York on this list. (laughs) (laughs) A real mint freak. (laughs) Okay, number two.
2: Um, it was a Lion Bar for me.
0: Oh right. Yeah. Gosh, you two are really in tandem over there. I wonder why. <sighs>
1: I know. I know. We just.
0: I don't think be our number. One, I don't think our number inception. ones are the same. Um, well, my number two was a Nestle Crunch.
2: Oh, I like
0: a crunch. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, it could be Crackle or Nestle Crunch. It's the same. It's is true. It, it's is true. it like
1: specifically British as well? No. No,
0: it's Nestle that's No, they're like, puffed I just they're puff, puffed rice chocolate.
1: Oh yeah. Blue. I've, yeah, yeah. Blue. The blue one. Mm-hmm. Got it. I'm I'm okay with those.
0: I love uh-huh. a Nestle Crunch. I do I too. Like oh, that's good. You I like forgot your, about those. You
1: like it to be like a little bit full of stuff.
0: Yeah, a Nestle Crunch has literally one thing besides chocolate. <laughs> I take it back. Absolutely full of stuff.
1: (laughs) No, I just mean like, it's not that much chocolate. There's like air and all the stuff that's that's in there.
0: No, you're right. Yeah, that's true. I do. I like fun. I like a little fun in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: what? So what are we on? Number one. What's your two? Oh Oh, wait, what Joe? What was your two? My number two is um snickers so basically
0: it's the same Ooh, but okay yeah well snickers is my number one
2: me too oh wow it's the yeah. ultimate it's
0: just so balanced it's yeah. like just right as yep. a candy bar it
2: is it really is you i'm glad are. you said that you made me feel better because mm. you know
0: had a lot of similarities over here so yeah well. peanuts caramel nougat chocolate it's got it all it's got amazing textures it's a great candy bar yeah yeah
1: the, really the caramel is, is like a little bit thicker than the lion bar and mm-hmm. i feel like it holds its shape more but you can also like if you want like you know stretch it out and make it like a string and stuff like the fun stuff
0: how do you play with your food?
1: <laughs> it's a uh, it's a candy bar. <laughs> Come on. What the fuck? I'm not allowed to play with the fun food.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think if I ever had a special way of eating a Snickers bar. No, I think I've always just, like, thrown Snickers in my mouth because, like, the experience is just, like, mm-hmm. you need all the things at once. Yeah. But I'll definitely eat a Snickers bar cold. There are good cold. Mm. Yeah. Frid, yeah fridge, get, not freezer. The, the nougat does get a little snappier than I want it when it's cold. But
1: ratchety. What's um, your number one? My numero uno. You probably are gonna judge me hard on this. Is... Oh no, you're
0: gonna be so annoying right now. Is it gonna be like? Wait, let me guess. Is it gonna be like? Does it, rose jelly one? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, way trashier. Much more Bart Simpson.
0: Oh, Butterfinger. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So interesting. Butterfinger is honorable mentions for me. It almost mm-hmm. made the list when I couldn't think of the names of candy bars. i was like, well, Butterfinger is a candy bar. <laughs> but for me, Butterfinger is like one tiny step up from a Milky Way. Oh wait, no, that yeah. up. No, no. What's a Three Musketeers? Three Musketeers. Oh. I mean, Milky Way is just an anemic Snickers bar, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just it's just Musketeers with Milky Way together.
0: What is a Milky Way? Or, sorry,
1: it? Musketeers with Snickers, but without the nuts.
2: Wait, Milky Way is just the nougat? Oh, wait, does Milky, Milky Way... way is just Milky...
1: nougat and caramel.
0: Oh, no peanuts. Mm. No. 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 It, it's like oh, the... Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. like the, And that's what makes it just an anemic, overly sweet Snickers bar. It's not
1: a protein bar.
0: <laughs> oh, which like is Snickers, Snickers really it's satisfies not a meal. you. It's Remember a meal. when Snickers was like health food? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um... Snickers was Power Bar before Power Bar existed.
1: It's very true. <laughs> um,
0: remember the the commercial was really like, if you need something to keep you going through the day, Snickers really satisfies. Yeah, yeah those were
2: some good commercials. <laughs>
0: totally. Yeah. But uh, Butterfinger, interesting. So that Butterfinger, stuff will stay in your teeth yeah. for days. Exactly. Yes.
1: I well, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of cavities. I've always been. <laughs> and so, but the, I had this like, you know, I had, I'm gonna like, like food deep dive my, you know, like my, at the movie theater shame where it's just <laughs> darkness and I can get whatever I want. Butterfinger's always in there. But it's definitely oh, like, a, it's a sweet and a savory situation, but I won't divulge anymore.
2: It feels like you can't my take a small theater. bite. Of a Butterfinger. It's like, oh, I feel like it was always a lot
0: of Butterfinger.
1: Well, that's why you eat in They're, a movie theater, because when you take a small bite, it gets all over you, and it doesn't matter.
0: It's true. It shatters everywhere. There's incredibly sweet. Mm-hmm. But I, my movie theater indulgent snack was is something that was informed by my friend Tiffany Aubin, who is also a friend of the pod, someone with whom I've been to see a lot of movies, many movies on the Upper West Side at the movie theater across from, you know, from the
1: like eighty something or 70. yeah, across
0: from where all, Ollies used to be and all that. Yeah. And that movie theater. Um, anyways, I remember like seeing The Pianist there on like a Sunday afternoon with Tiffany and everyone in the movie theater was sobbing. And <laughs> but, excuse me. Different uh, times. But I, we would take a, a a large popcorn so much layers of butter. You say, can you put butter in the middle? Can you put butter on the top? <laughs> And then you get a box of Reese's Pieces. You dump it. You sprinkle it over the popcorn. Pro and
1: move. And then you get
0: you get a large Coke, two straws. So then you have your salty Coke, and then you have your freshing salty Coke, and then you have your popcorn, and every so often a delicious Reese's Pieces.
1: <laughs> your salty Coke.
0: <laughs> Coke is salty. <laughs>
1: I was like, was that what he meant to say?
0: <laughs> no, that was, my brain was actually functioning. It's spicy, <laughs> it's
1: like spicy water. What, what?
0: Oh, it is spicy. Maybe spicy is the yeah. better word than salty. Yeah. Yes, but thank you. No, oh, mine. God, you have so much language.
1: Mine is, um, it's a personal pan pizza, which is disgusting, but I love those.
0: What? Yes. At the movie theater? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like. What
0: movie theater?
1: Uh, well, like now it's like Alamo Drafthouse, which is like fancy pizza. Oh, yeah. They do like
0: a flatbread, a flatbread on a board. Uh But
1: if I go to the movies by myself, I will go to an AMC specifically so I can get an icy, a a personal pan pizza and a Butterfinger.
0: That sounds fun.
1: Yeah. It's a great day. Uh It's like a dream day. I
0: love eating absolute trash in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: literally why people are so sad that movie theaters haven't been open.
0: (laughs) They're open here now. now. We have some open movie theaters. They are. Great. Do you have open ones where you are as well? Sorry about Orson yes. snoring. Yes, we do, but we have ones. Well, I'm been obsessed yet. with I know. Orson snoring lulls me to sleep. I know. I know. Okay, well that's it. Thanks guys. Um Thanks. For having uh that us. was fun and Um, I'll, I'll call you next time I forget to record the podcast. Yeah, we need to do, we can do more
1: top fives and also we can just hang out or we can stop recording and just do another top five right now.
0: And did you watch, um, Brad do potato chips with that guy from Saturday Night Live? Oh no. No. Yeah. He did, um, Taste Buds with, um, I don't know his name. I don't know any of the people on Saturday Night Live, but he's the one who plays Putin
1: putin oh glenn guy? glenn something maybe beck
0: maybe like beck, beck bennett beck beck bennett yeah. yeah and you know what they tried they tried my um Colby japanese seaweed oh. potato oh, chips nice. i was so like there's my chips there it is <laughs> um the
1: last one i saw was him like, and jimmy like kimmel or whatever eating a lot of oh and they were having too much meat. pork yeah, yeah that looked a
0: lot. A lot
1: that remember when they
0: made that por- pork sandwich at the end with all the kinds and they, oh, the,
1: smear- so the smearable one and the lard from Russia I couldn't it was just too far
0: I'm gonna throw up, up. <laughs> alright on that note <laughs> on that note okay we're gonna hang up and probably keep talking okay bye, bye. bye.
2: Oh